Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are glad you are with us, and we're going to start off with uh, a true great friend of our show, Alan Schaffner. You've heard about him for years here on the show. Lone Star Hunts is the name of his company down in right outside of Wichita Falls, Texas. Our One of our favorite hunts of the year, and I should say hunts with an S because uh, we try to go a couple of times a year. But, Alan, thanks for being with us, bud. How are you? Well, doing good down here in Texas today. Kind of a windy, cloudy day. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, I tell you, you know, I guess we can touch on this. We'd be remiss if we didn't. But uh, how's your area been uh, get, getting through the last uh, couple of months here with our COVID-19? Uh, we, you know, we're kind of isolated a little bit more. We're just away from, you know, about two hours from Dallas or somewhere like that. So we're, we haven't done too bad. I mean, we've gone through all the, uh, the, the you know, um, social distancing. Distancing. Right. That's hard for me to say. <laughs> and uh, confinement at home. Which you're, we're out in the country. I could oddly leave home and come out to the country. I see less people sure. out here. So uh, we're surviving, getting along. We're starting to get things opened up. And and uh, I see what the new norm's going to be. Absolutely. And that is the question, eh? What that new normal is going to look like. But, hey, I'm going to tell you what. Here's something that is... A lot of fun to do, and uh, when you can get a hold of Alan and find a place, I'm telling you, this will make all your troubles go away. Go down to Lone Star Hunts and uh, do a little hog hunting. So, Alan, I mean, I know you've been on for a number of years now, but let's just take a minute and um, tell our listeners, maybe the first one time they've heard you, a little bit about Lone Star Hunts. Well, we've been doing hog hunts for just under 20 years now. Um, it's hard to believe time flies like that, but... Uh, so we're we're real seasoned on what we do. We know exactly what you know how to handle people. We get groups come in. Uh, you know, it's a two day hunt uh, with three nights lodging. You come in and we uh, go after and, and during the daytime. But we'll talk about some other new opportunities later on here in a little bit. But during the, our standard hunt, you come in, spend two days, you know, go out and you know get up at sunrise and get out and hunt, and then come back in for lunch and in the evening. Go, or an afternoon go back out, but uh, uh, I mean it's a fun hunt. People say it's the best hunt they've been on, you know, going, you know, for the whole year. Sure, absolutely. And you know, I, t- I tell you, it's it's fun sometimes when I um, we'll see some things on social media, and I'll uh, talk about you, and then they'll go, "Oh, well, this place offers," and I and, I, and I've always loved the word a couple of times. Anything that has a lifetime warranty. That kind of cracks me up. And anything that and says, unlimited. yeah, and, and unlimited. unlimited, yeah, because you know yeah. what, that those really don't mean a lot, to be quite honest with you. And uh, most of the time, the unlimited I've seen, especially when we reference it back to hunting and hog hunting, especially, um, yeah, they're right. It was unlimited because they didn't see anything. And, I mean, that's the honest-to-goodness truth. And uh, Aaron Casey, a good friend of ours, Phoenix Weaponry, um, you know, I initially a couple years ago told him, hey, man, you got to go with me. Now, finally he did, and he'll never go anywhere else. 
but he had 10 guys that went down to someplace in Texas and spent $1,200 a piece to shoot unlimited hogs for three days. And with 10 guys, they saw two hogs. Now that's expensive. That, well, that, you know, that gives me a bad rep because when I tell you, I'm going to guarantee you, you'll see ample amount of hogs. I'll guarantee you. And uh, I've had to, uh, over the years, you know, I've had one group of people that I gave my guarantee where they came back at another time, and it was late in the year. The grass was tall. It was hot. And they and they knew their pigs were there, but they just couldn't find them. And, you know, that's kind of how I am. I'll guarantee you, you'll see ample amount of pigs and to kill. And 99.99% of the people will kill, uh, you know, there's, you know, all the pigs they're allowed to, which, and, and on a rare occasion, maybe, you know, somebody don't kill all their pigs or they don't kill anything, but it's not my fault. It's just they can't hit them. You know, I can't shoot them for them. But uh, we'll guarantee you'll see ample amount of pigs and have ample amount of opportunity. Absolutely. And once again, it is Lone Star Hunts. You can reach Alan personally. Call his cell phone, 940-636-1990. Again, 940-636-1990. And uh, it is LoneStarHunts.com. And uh, good night. I'm trying to think. I guess five years now uh, we've been coming there and uh, would not even consider any other place because Alan said it is, first of all, and Alan, not trying to brag on you, but Alan's a great guy and uh, a guy you could just go down there and hang out with two days and, and come back happy. But uh, great to be with him and just uh, hang out with him and eat, eat your cooking too. So let's get into that a little bit. And uh, two different packages, same amount of hogs in each package, but let's give them a little description of the difference of the accommodations and what they get. We kind of have the economy package or if you want to step up to the deluxe package. As I said, it's the same amount of hogs in each, each package, but the economy package is I've got a, a nice uh, one-room cabin, got two bunk beds in it and a, and a lay-down futon or whatever, so it could sleep five people. Now, you'll be, you're going to be crowded in that cabin with five people, but, uh, I mean, people do it. Uh, you furnish your own food. We'll pick you up, take you out, uh, and, you know, put you in the blind the first morning and hunt out of a blind. And then you come back in, eat your lunch. You know, you bring your own food for that, for that, for the the, the cabin package. That runs seven hundred and fifty dollars a person. Uh, and uh, so, then uh, if you step up to the ranch house, we furnish the I furnish the food for you the two days you're hunting. And uh, then it's the same pack, same process when you go out. But I mean, we do good. I mean, it's it's a full meal uh, uh, from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yep. Uh, if you want any, any your own alcohol, you got to bring it. But uh, we just don't furnish alcohol. Sure. But, and uh, uh, I mean, it, it's a fun time. I mean, no, it I really <laughs> good people, Scott. I mean, yeah, I started this hunting operation twenty plus years ago, and and never imagined the people that I would have met. Yeah. Never, never thought about it. I sure. Mean, we get good people coming down, and I've got good friends like you and other people coming down to go hunting now. That, I mean, I've got people who've been coming 10 years in a row, yeah, in a row, right. coming down to hunt hogs. Well, I'm a good yeah. buddy of mine, Steve Johnson, I, I was at a Pheasant Forever banquet a couple of years ago, and he was looking through the um, um, brochure there, their program of all the different things at a live auction. I go, what are you interested in, Steve? And he goes, oh, there's a hog hunt on here. And I go, well, you ain't buying it. 
I said, I've got a place for you. And Steve has been down there now with you a couple of times. And, uh, I've been third. They've been down there three uh, times. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, three times. They signed <laughs> up and we're there on schedule to come back this fall. Right. So uh, it's, it's been two times and they're on the third time. I mean, maybe we're right there on, on the third time, either third or fourth time. It's hard to remember. I know, but I'm telling you, he goes, man, I'm so glad and that you sat by me and, Told me about Allen and Lone Star hunts, and I mean, again, that you know, a, a premier trip for them each year to come down there and see you. Now, something we're branching out into a little bit, and uh, things are in the works a little bit, but we're going to start doing some evening hunts. Well, nighttime hunts. We're going to do some yeah. thermal hunts <laughs> right. on top of what we're doing, or or in conjunction with. Uh, and we're going to kind of see how people want to do that, but uh, we're going to get out and you know. Um, you can't hunt 24 hours a day. I think some people might want to, but we're going to get out and do some thermal hunts. We're getting some thermal scopes and uh, get out. And, you know, if you have one of those yourself and want to come, that, that's even better. Uh, but uh, we're going to try to get out and, uh, you know, rattle some bushes at night and, you know, try to get some of them even some of them big hogs that it's not hard to get during the daytime. Yeah, Absolutely. So check them out. It's LoneStarHunts.com, Alan's number, 940-636-1990. Now, here's the deal, and Alan's been kind enough to uh, continue this special with us. When you call Alan at 940-636-1990 and you book a hunt with him, he will add an extra hog to your packages, and uh, that hog will weigh about 100 pounds or less, so a good meat hog. And... Uh, all you have to do is mention Sportsman of Colorado when you book, and uh, he will be glad to do that for you. So either package you do, I'm personally telling you, do the ranch house package. Let Alan do the cooking. It's worth it to get up, smell the coffee on, and smell the bacon frying in the morning. So uh, Alan will take care of you and feed you good. I have never lost weight there, Alan. I can promise you that. <laughs> so you do a great job of feeding us there. And... Um, now, I do want to touch on um, calibers and different things that you like and, and don't really like. So touch on that a minute. Well, I mean, you, people don't understand how hard, how hard these hogs are to kill. Yep. They, they are one tough animal. And uh, so we require a 243 rifle or bigger. And not very many people, you know, they like to use the 223s. They're just not big enough. Don't have enough, enough knockdown power. Uh, you know, the, the normal caliber that a lot of people bring is 308, right. 270s, uh, 330 odd six in that range. I mean, and a lot of people, you know, you got their elk, elk hunting guns, especially in your area, that that's what they bring. Sure. And, uh, then that's ample, but those small guns, the 223, they're just not big enough. And like you say, a lot of people think, well, man, you know, a 30 odd six, that's overkill. And I'm telling you what, it's not, is it? No, it's I not. Mean, I mean, I mean, you're going to most of the time you're going to shoot these pigs on the run, right? I mean, they're not going to just stand there 100 yards waiting for you to shoot them. Uh, you know, on rare occasions they will, but um, um, you know, so they're going to be on the move. So you, you're not going to get that head shot or neck shot or that heart shot. You know, and who knows? I mean, and at, I've had just pigs just, I mean, run three, four hundred yards through the woods before they die. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's hard to find. But, sure. Uh, we, we get out there, and, we'll, I mean, you'll see plenty of hogs. Now, if you shoot a little pig, you're going to just blow them apart with the 30 out 6. But that's just the way it is, you know. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, all kinds of ranges of shooting. You know, I've shot 
one of over a little 300 yards and i've shot one at about five feet in a thick creek bed that you couldn't barely see anything but just his head and his ears so i mean uh you will get an action-packed shooting day there and uh archery is available too he's got some great archery stands right there at the blinds as well so i'm telling you uh i stake a thousand percent of, of our reputation as a show and personally to tell you this is the place you want to put your money and hog hunt with alan don't forget when you call to mention sportsman of colorado He'll add an extra hog to your package. So, yeah, you got four buddies. Hey, everybody gets an extra hog to their package. So just mention our show when you call. And, again, it's 940-636-1990. So, Alan, man, we, thing, go well, ahead. Well, hang on one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I want to mention, one before we get off here, is um, that well, you don't come down here and you go get nickel and dime to death. Yeah, you, you know, know that's very true. That's that's true. We do do, uh, do a little bit of charging for skinning. Yeah, let's and, go ahead and get uh, into that because I got time. Let's get into that because I, I want everybody to know everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, with your package, you know, you can do the skinning yourself, but I highly recommend you let us do it because we have the people can do it and do it properly. But uh, we charge $25 for a hog that's under 150 pounds and 50 for one that's over 150 pounds. And what we'll do, we'll skin it, gut it, quarter it up, and have it ready to, you know, pack in your ice chest and for you to take it to your local processor. And we've had several people... Well, do you have a processor around here? Well, we do, but it's one of those things is by the time we ship it to you, uh, it costs a lot of money to ship that meat. So the best thing is let us cut it up for you. You, you pack it in your ice chest and take it home with you and then take it to your local processor. You have somebody that uh, does your processor. No, I tell you, we I took we brought our Steve's Meat Market and Son. We had some summer sausage, some jalapeno cheddar summer sausage, uh, breakfast sausage made, and I'm telling you, and, and we had a mixture of size of hogs, too. I mean, you know, from, from what would be considered a meat hog to some large ones, and I'm telling you, it was incredible. Still eating on it. I mean, uh, but it, it was very, very good. So, again, it, it's just everything that you could ever hope for right there at Lone Star Hunts. I hope you'll give Alan a call, 940-636-1990. Be sure and mention Sportsman of Colorado when you book. And uh, I will just about assure you, you will rebook before you leave to go back the following year. Uh, that seems to be the way it happens for most. So, Alan, we look forward to it, and we'll be getting our uh, date here with Aaron Casey with Phoenix Weaponry and uh, coming down and seeing you there, and then once again at the end of the year. So uh, we're looking forward to it, bud, and we appreciate it. Encourage people, encourage people not to wait very long because yep. it, we do have a, not necessarily a waiting list, but uh, – as things start to settle down and get back to some type of normal, uh, we're going to start booking booking up. But uh, we start back in first of October, uh, hunting and hunt through the first of April to the first of April. So okay. uh, my, my spring hunts are almost filled. I do have available uh, starting in October through the first of December, uh, first of January, and uh, then we'll be down there in January at the ISC show in Denver. Sure, absolutely. And Alan's booth is right next to ours as well. There, so. Bud, we appreciate it. I'll cut you loose. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll catch up here in the next few days. Thank you, Scott. All right, thank you. That's Alan Schaffner, Lone Star Hunts, 940-636-1990, LoneStarHunts.com. Don't forget to mention Sportsman of Colorado. Get that extra hog added to your package. we got to take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this. 
you're like me, you've probably had a little extra time to go through your camping, hunting, and fishing gear. Hi, this is Scott Watley with Sportsman of Colorado. And you know what? When you're looking through your gear, you've probably discovered you've got some gear you just don't use anymore. Well, now you can turn it into cash at the Outdoorsman's Attic. The Outdoorsman's Attic is Colorado's very own outdoor gear consignment store. From live bait to lanterns, backpacks to Sitka gear. Chances are, if it's used in the outdoors, it's at the Outdoorsman's Attic. There are tons of bargains, and now they have a full-service gunsmith on-site in the lower level. Stop paying retail. Turn your used gear into cash. Family-owned and operated, the Outdoorsman's Attic is located at 2650 West Hamden in Sheridan. Friendly service and great deals at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Tell them Scott sent you. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands how the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case where you have been hurt by someone else's negligence, the idea with that is that you're then going to try to recover to get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. And what that really means from a juror's perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about what six people that don't know you, that hear evidence and have to make a unanimous decision will decide as to what fair value is. And so you and I, when we get hurt, have definitely an idea of what we think it's worth to us. But the question is, what can you articulate to those other individuals who don't know you and are not involved in this process to get them persuaded about what it is that they think the case is worth? Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs, from preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Hi, everybody. Jack Corgan. There's no better time than now to visit my friends at Len Lyle Chevrolet. They're open, following all proper safety precautions, and ready to offer terrific deals. Suburbans for over 10000 less, better than 7000 off a brand-new Equinox. And Len Lyle Chevy has 0% financing on almost every model. Plus, they need trade-ins badly, so they're willing to pay over book value. Len Lyle Chevrolet, it's time for you to go east and pay the least. And did I mention they need your trade? in. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is proud to announce their new 10,000 square foot facility is now open in Berthard, Colorado, located at 504 North 2nd Street. With this expansion, Phoenix Weaponry offers a new retail area 
and expanded gunsmithing in Duracoat and Cerakote areas. Family-owned and operated Phoenix Weaponry offers the finest in competition, hunting, and long-range precision firearms. Also, suppressors from 22 long rifle to 50 caliber for rifles, pistols, and shotguns. Phoenix Weaponry also offers gunsmithing services and restoration repairs from antique to modern firearms. Building your firearm dreams into reality. That's Phoenix Weaponry. Call them now, 720-340-2496, or visit them at phoenixweaponry.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Well, the big game season is upon us, and we are very glad to have in studio Steve's Meat Market Brass with us today. <laughs> All right, the folks that make it happen. Amy, um, I knew I was going to mess this up. Franzini, all right, and Trev Stuckey. And I've known, um, I mean, I've seen Amy in there before, and I've known Trev for quite a while, but uh, it is great to finally have them in. And I moved to Denver in 1993, and uh, my first visit to Steve's Meat Market was 1994. And so, uh, tell you, I've never been anywhere else. So, I'm t you know, when you're satisfied with something, why go anywhere else, Right. right. I mean, it is. Cool. All right. All right. So, uh, Amy, let's start with you because um, this business is very personal to you. Yes. Because your yes. dad is Steve, Steve of yes. Steve's Meat Market. Yes. All right. So, uh, start out. Let's just uh, kind of 1976, did I see? 1976 is when my dad first decided. This is what we're doing. Yeah. He, he kind of decided on a whim. Yeah. <laughs> um, my grandparents owned Smokey's Barbecue. Uh, over off of 64th between Federal and Pecos. They were there since 1950. Um, my dad obviously grew up working in that business, and he kind of got tired of the restaurant business, went and opened his own, and then he uh, decided that that wasn't his thing, so he decided he wants to hunt. So in order to hunt, he needed to make sure he utilized his meat. Um, my mom and him have been together forever, and she's been the tasting Wow. You know, the taste buds for the yeah. whole thing. Um, but he opened originally back in 76 in the back of Smokey's. Um, okay. He had a little plant back there. He would run Smokey's during the day, and then in the back he would go in the evenings with an employee that we still have, Scott, mm -hmm. who's been with us since then. Um, but they would go back there, and then it just progressively, you know, word of mouth, customers from Smokey's heard about it. So it just got bigger and bigger, and he outgrew that spot. So we moved to the location in Old Town Arbor. Um, Arvada, ooh, let's see, it was 1990. Okay. We bought, um, it used to be Monroe's Economy Market. He did locker rentals. He had a little grocery store, and then he kind of dabbled in game, um, did some beef. So we ran that mm. little market there for a few years. Um, we were able to expand into the building next door. So we went from roughly 3,000 square feet to just about 10,000 square feet. And that It's happened. very deceptive if you, when you pull in the parking lot. And then I walked through like I did the other day, and it was like, wow, this place is huge. You'd never know what's yeah. behind those doors. Yeah, yeah we keep the, the, the plant is, you know, it's, it's pretty much mostly processing. We do have an extremely large freezer and then several coolers. Right. Um, but that's all behind those doors. And Steve ran it. Um, my mom always worked a different job. She was a property manager. And then when she retired from that, she kind of came over and helped with the business. Um, I went to school. I didn't want anything to do with the business. Really? I told everybody, no way, no way, and here I am. <laughs> wow. And that really happened. Um, 
I mean, do we have any HIPAA laws? No. Okay. No. All right. So, uh, you know, Steve uh, suffered a stroke. Yes. And uh, and he's he's doing pretty well. And he's everything. doing so pretty he's good. Do, he's yes. doing well. And uh, I've seen him a few times there at the end of last year and all. But um, and so uh, you are the new proprietor. Yes. Yeah. I actually decided to purchase it from him before the stroke. Okay. Um. So we were actually we closed on the purchase last August of 2019, and then he had the stroke September 1st. So he started off his retirement not exactly the way that you picture it to sure. go. <laughs> um, but he's recovered well. The only thing that's still lingering is his loss of taste buds, yeah. which is sad considering the business yeah. he was in. But Well, just feed him your products and tell him it's good. Just tell okay. him it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's his recipes. That's Absolutely. right. They're his recipes. <laughs> All right, Trev. And, and man, we were mentioning before we started the show today, but uh, 17 or 18 years? It's been a long time at Steve's. Yeah, I... I Started there when I uh, actually went to uh, college in Gunnison at Western for a short time and uh, come down to Old Town, Arvada shortly after that looking for a job. And I haven't looked back. I've been there ever wow. since. It's a cool place. Um, good teamwork there. Um, my family, we were customers at Steve's, though, long before I worked there also. Okay. Um, and all of our friends, too, that hunted, they would love to get something in order to go to Steve's to get sure. those products made. Um, I actually grew up in Arvada too, so I would ride my bike when I was little up to Steve's and I would park it along the brick wall there and I would just sit there all day and just watch the animals come really? in because it yeah. was just, it was bizarre to me. And then lo and behold, years go by and I, I've been there ever since. Now, so, you drive, now you drive your truck up and park. Right? It's pretty much how, how it is. So, but um, no, Steve, Steve uh, was really cool. He took a chance on me. I was just uh, just a kid, kind of lost. Uh, wasn't wasn't really having much direction and uh, didn't know what I was going to do with with school. So, sure. um, he opened the door for me, and uh, I've been there, you know, ever since, and and have learned a lot of good values with Steve and family there, and. Uh, we got such a great customer base that um, it's cool to see these guys still return every year. And that is kind of why I have liked to have held on this long is because the camaraderie of yeah, yeah, the hunting network here in the state is huge. And we do so many animals for so many people. <laughs> and we don't see the same people every year. Um, but it, it's a cool place, and I'm glad that they took a chance on me a long time ago and have given me the opportunity to stay there and, and right. take on with Ames now. Now, if you look back, maybe when you started or even 10 years ago, how many animals would you do a day compared to what you do today? Volume-wise, before we expanded to the other side of the shop was roughly... Ames can kind of back me up, maybe an 80 animal a yeah, day mark. about mm -hmm. 60 to 80. 60 yeah. to 80. Uh, and then, so when I first started that, we didn't have that expansion yet. So sure. we were roughly about there, um, which I thought was just crazy to begin uh, with. Yeah. And then when we expanded, we really could see what kind of, of volume we could do in that place. And um, as long as the flow goes good. Sure. Okay? Sure. As long as the <laughs> flow goes good. And by flow, I mean... Hunters working together with yeah. us to drop off, pick up on time. Um, we can push a lot of animals through that place. Man, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. 
Once again, it's Steve's Meat Market. They're located at 5751 Old Wadsworth Boulevard there in Arvada. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot today. And uh, we're going to talk about kind of a new process that they have. And by that, I just mean in your registration where you can drop off your animals and to do exactly what Trev just said, and that's to make this flow great and uh, help you with your time, make sure that everybody else's time is respected as well. And also, I just want to touch on this, Trev, and, and both of you can chime in on this, but, you know, this all starts with taking care of your meat in the field, too. Absolutely, one hundred. Because you know what? Hey, you're not a magician. You can't make you know you 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 can't take spool meat and make it good. We're we're so very fortunate to do the, we're very fortunate to do the volume that we do in our shop. But we do not even scratch the surface on the amount that's harvested in the state here. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people will get turned away from our shop when we are full, which we hate. We hate that more than anything. And the, one of the number one complaints from our customers is being able to drop off and being full. So that goes back to where the hunter needs to take care of his animal the best he can with the assumption that possibly he will not get that animal in right away for processing. Um, the earlier in the year that w going into this bow season when we're early in the year and it's hot, you got to get those animals cooled down. You got to get the hides off and you got to get them in somewhere. If you can't get into us, you have to have some sort of a contingency plan to cool and keep your meat from spoiling because we cannot take in more than we can handle mm -hmm. and we are not going to set us up for failure to do so. Um, so it does fall back on the hunter's responsibility that he needs to harvest his animal with the assumption that he possibly could not get it in yeah. somewhere to process and go about it fast quick mm -hmm. you know get because that's only going to help your meat too with the with the taste and being able to turn it into the products that you want right so if you take the hide on an elk you know and it's 90 degrees 85 degrees out i mean how long does it take to spoil that meat probably if you left that hide on ames ha actually we've the... seen it you know people think that um Heat is the worst. Right. We've actually seen more animals in the cold months when it's really? snowing outside and it's, you know, below freezing temperatures during the night, uh, above freezing during the day. Mm. We see a lot more rotten animals then. Um, but the key is, of course, regardless of whether it's hot or cold out, immediately upon your kill, number one, validate that carcass tag. Yep. Make sure you sign it. Make sure you punch out the notches. We see so many that are partially done, but get that done right away. Okay. Then you skin the animal. Like I said, if you know how to skin it, you need to get it skinned right away. Mm -hmm. um, we offer skinning services for an additional fee, but there's no guarantee the condition of the animal once we get that hide off. Um, and it's money that's really wasted by the customer because sure. it's, a, it's a simple process to do. Um, it's just a pain for us because mm -hmm. we have so many animals hanging that the hair gets in the way. So that's why we have to charge. But get the hide off immediately um, if, you're, if you need to quarter it. To transport it out of where you've shot it, uh, get it in quarters. Um, a lot of people say they need to debone their animal because they're out so far back, especially during the archery season. Right. I get that. I understand that. But leave bones in the hind quarters at least. When you bone out your meat and you have a bunch of floppy meat, uh, 100 pounds of it, 150 pounds on an elk, it's a lot harder to carry that meat four or five miles when it's <laughs> flopping around. And it's in a bunch of chunks. In chunks. Right. And those bones, a hindquarter on an elk, um, the average one weighs about six pounds is all that bone weighs. 
So it's 12 pounds extra for a hind, two hindquarters to haul out. Plus, keep in mind, if you bone out your own animal, because you have to, there are limitations on what we can do. We can take it only certain times of the year, um, and we will not cut steaks out of it if you've boned it out yourself. So keep the bone in the hindquarters. If you can keep it whole and load it to your vehicle that way, keep it that way. Uh, split the pelvic bone as soon as you can to allow the air to kind of escape through the animal. Uh, if you have blocks of ice, we recommend using that. Keep the ice in the plastic. Throw those in the rib cages. Uh, water, meat that sits around in water is just festering bacteria. Yep. So we see a lot of people, you know, take a cooler, put a bunch of loose ice in a cooler, throw the meat in there. Great as long as the ice is still ice. Mm -hmm. But once it starts to melt, you have a swimming pool of bacteria, yep. basically. And I'll tell guys, you know, crack that lid, the, the little spigot or whatever sure. on your cooler. Let that water leak out. I mean, it might cause a little bloody mess or whatnot in the back of your truck. But it, in all reality, that'll keep from that meat just soaking in that, that kind of nasty, bloody yeah. water. And uh, another thing, too, is if you haven't been to Steve's, we work on a rail system, and much like a beef or domestic plant does, and you basically have your spot on the rail on your hook. And the more hooks and tr what they're called trolleys that you take up, the more space is, that's one to two less animals we could fit in that spot. If you were to bring us an elk that you have deboned with, you know, 50, 60 small little softball-sized chunks of meat, and you want your steaks cut, you want your roast done, you want all this stuff done, and we're looking at, you know, 100 chunks of dirty meat that we have to clean, which is also extra work. Um, but now you've taken up four different trolleys to hang to make sure we can get that taken care of good, and that's that much more space you're taking away. Therefore, we fill up quicker, hence why Ames says we don't take boneless, completely boned out meat during our rifle seasons, mm. we're whole carcass or quartered only because the space is just, it becomes an issue when we have to have single animals for single trolleys, basically sure. to accommodate the volume that comes in. So even though guys, you know, they watch their YouTube videos and different guys will tell you different techniques or what, overall just leave it in the best shape possible you can. You're going to get some fly eggs on there. You're going to get flies or bees on there. That's going to happen. Try to take care of that the best you can, but leave it in big enough chunks that we can work with it because the, the better you do that, the more we can offer you, and the better your product's going to turn out. And absolutely. the best advice on that is just don't bone it out yourself. Yeah, That's absolutely. just the best. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I just want everybody, and the reason why we wanted to do this show, and I mean, you know, to be honest, you guys don't need advertising, okay? We're just here to educate everyone to what you can expect and what they want to expect from you uh, mm -hmm. to what you bring in. And we want to make sure that it's kind of like, you know, taxidermy, we do the same thing as, hey, you know, I don't think any taxidermist ever said, man, you brought me too much cake. I mean, no, that's never <laughs> exactly. been said, you know. And so we just want to help you get the end result of getting you the best product that you can. And I believe personally that's at Steve's Meat Market, once again, located at 5751 Old Wadsworth Boulevard there in Arvada. All right, let's get to the big thing, the the, the reservation system uh, that you guys are putting in place. And uh, let's just take our time here and explain that so everybody can understand, Amy. And I, I think this is a good idea because, you know what, first of all, and I want to, hey, when I hunt, I want to get my animal in and I want to get it back too. But you know what, and I have pulled up there. Last year I pulled up there and you were full. So here's what we're saying. Folks, if they had the room, they would take your animal. They're not not taking your animal because they don't want your business or don't want to help you. 
It's just there's no room, okay? So we're hoping with this reservation system, this is going to make everyone's life easier. And, uh, hey, make time where you can just pull up, drop your animal off. And you know what it would even help? Would it help, Trev, to go to your website? Make yourself familiar with what's available. And then you can figure out and say, hey, you know, I know I want to get, you know, the steak, some burgers, some sausage, mm-hmm. some, you know, whatever, and at least have some idea. I mean, it's like where you walk in a restaurant, you know, and you're looking at a menu Absolutely. and you haven't even thought about what you want to eat, okay? And it takes forever, and that doesn't help anybody. But let's, Amy, let's just go through the reservation system and really why this came about. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as many of our regular customers, new customers, um, anybody in Old Town knows, Old Town is slowly becoming uh, bigger in terms of more outdoor lifestyle type of restaurants and in bars and things like that. Right. So we are grandfathered in there. When we bought this business there 30 years ago, we didn't expect Old Town to be a light rail hub, but it <laughs> yeah. is. So we just kind of have to work around it. Um, what we have noticed over the past few years is as the traffic increases in Old Town, it is a lot more hectic for our customers. Um, they still get to us. They still would come in the morning and gather in big crowds and be handed out numbers of when they can come in. Um, they still would get to us. That wasn't the issue. The issue was just thinking about putting ourselves in the position of the customers and having to deal with the stress of coming to drop off an animal. Right. So um, my dad, Steve, was not tech savvy. He'll be the first to admit it to you. He carries a black Sharpie in his pocket to this day, and that's what he uses. Right. Um, so when I kind of decided maybe I was heading this, this direction, I decided maybe we should look into some reservations. So we found a reservation system. Uh, it's a platform that you purchase so many things to use it a month, and we've got set up on it. There's probably better out there. Um, I know there's worse. But this is what's working for us now. Right. So basically what it is, and we did start it last year, but this year with COVID and with the road construction things that are happening in Old Town, um, we thought we would just make this a mandatory requirement from here going forward. And again, like Scott said, it's not, it's not to make this difficult for our customers. It's actually to help our customers. Mm-hmm. We want to make it so that when you come down to Steve's, you know you're going to get in. You know that you've secured a time. Um, you can get in. So basically the way that the system works is if you go to our website, it's the only place you can make an appointment. It cannot be done by phone, just through the website. Uh, We have, uh, the website's been redesigned and it has a little banner that drops down and it explains that reservations are now mandatory. There's a learn more link. We want you to click this link. Please. Yes, (laughs) it it has, hopefully it explains unanswered questions. Hopefully it explains kind of the process. It explains um, the following. You can make an appointment up to one day in advance. The reason we do this is because, just to give you an example, just in emails that I've received this past week at the meat market, I would be completely booked for the first week that we're open. Just based on people that are planning to come in, they might be getting an animal Friday of archery deer season. Um, I can't take appointments based on hopefuls (laughs) Uh, or else I would be, I mean, I'd literally be full now till the end of the year. So what we do, and I know there are a lot of people who have boneless meat right now that they've kept frozen over the summers that know that they can come in on such and such a date. Mm -hmm. The site is set up so that it has to be one way or another. So the way that it's set up is one day in advance. If you want to come in on a Monday, 
then Sunday morning at 12.01 a.m. is when the slots become available for Monday. So it's not 24 hours ahead. It's just a full day, day ahead. Right. So if we're open on a Monday, you want to come off, come in on a Monday to drop off, then I would recommend getting on Sunday morning as early as you can and secure a time. We offer the time slots throughout the day. Um, our rough open hours during the week, Monday through Friday, are 9 to 3. Saturday and Sunday are 9 to 12, and we offer appointment slots every five minutes okay. throughout that entire time frame. Um, when you make an appointment, it asks you if you have a deer, an elk, an antelope, a moose, what it may be. Um, put the number of animals that you have that you have a valid carcass tag for. Okay. If you have four quarters to one deer, that's just one deer. Right. Because uh, that system allots you the time based on what you select. Okay. So we allot five minutes to unload a deer, ten minutes to unload an elk. The unloading process goes very quickly. We can get five minutes and ten minutes. Sure. The order process is what seems to hold people back. So um, make the reservation a full day in advance. If you're up in the hills and you're, you, know, you have no phone service, you kill your animal on a Tuesday evening and you want to come in Wednesday morning, you'll get phone service eventually. Yeah. Um, as soon as you get service, log in, make the appointment. Uh, we do require when you make your appointment, you have to put in your name. Um, we ask that you put the name that's on the carcass tag for the division purposes. Um, it asks you for a phone number, an email address, and then a credit card number. I emphasize this. It, it will say this on the directions. It says it on your confirmation email, but I do want to emphasize that credit card is not charged unless you do not show up. We had to implement some type of a holding sure. fee. So it's a $25 charge per animal. And if your appointment's at 2 o'clock, we allot you 10 minutes before or after. Traffic can be crazy. Yep. So pull into the parking lot, 150. Pull into the parking lot up to 210. We'll allot you that 10 minutes. If you miss your spot, we have to fill it up with the next person available. Mm -hmm. We will still get walk-ins coming in. That is inevitable. Yeah. But the chance that we take them are slim. Right. We are emphasizing the reservations are mandatory. Um, again, if you show up on time, you reserve for two animals, you bring two animals in, you're charged nothing. So this convenience is strictly free. Again, just to put our customers' minds at ease. Right. Um, when you pull into the parking lot, you'll pull right into the receiving department line. Someone will come out and check you in. Uh, we ask that you keep your confirmation email, print it if you can, have it on your cell phone, just in case there's any question gotcha. about confusion of time or anything. Uh, once we check you in, then we'll get the animal unloaded. And again, we'll have you pull around, park in a designated area while you do your paperwork. Which, by the way, you guys have supplied for customer service, which... I don't know the numbers, but it ain't cheap in no. parking spaces. So, I mean, you've done that to be a service to the customer. Yes. Yeah. The, the Elks Club has been very gracious um, in allowing us to purchase parking spaces. So we purchase those, and our customers pull around, park there while we do their order. Uh, this year, we also have new on the website. When you go to the reservation section, there's a, a link to a PDF worksheet. Okay. That is an exact replica of what you're given when you pull into the, the line. Um, if you can, if you're, if you're sitting around before your hunt, the week before, you're kind of just getting things planned, print that out, fill it out. You don't have to have an exact weight of your animal. Fill sure. it out. Yes, I want some breakfast sausage. You don't have to put how many pounds, but 
fill it out. Yeah. Get your name on there, your, your uh, phone number, your contact information. That way, when you pull in, you don't have to waste your time filling out another piece of paper. We can just take that printed out piece of paper, attach it to our forms, get you entered in the computer system, and speed up the process that mm -hmm. way. Um, if you fill out amounts for what you want for products, uh, 10 pounds of breakfast sausage, 5 pounds of jerky, we'll adjust as we need to once we get your weight. But at least if you put a number there, we can start from there and speed, speed things along. Right. Amy Frazzini is with us, Trev Stuckey, Steve's Meat Market, my favorite store in all the world that I love to visit, 5751 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada. And Trev, here's what we're, you know, we're saying. I mean, and like you say, hey, walk up, you're welcome to come, but here's what we're saying. Yep. Chances are, all right, again, they may be full. So you be prepared for that as the hunter. And you don't have to ream the person out that works at Steve's Meat Market that's standing over the clipboard taking the reservations. Because you know what? Again, as I said earlier, if they could get you in, they would. Exactly. And, and a, lot of, uh, a lot of our customers just realize we're a seasonal business. Yeah. We have seasonal employees. We're very fortunate that we have a crew that returns every year for the most part. But we do have new people that work with us every year. And the majority of our of our guys they're not as big a hunters as our customers that come in they're just working and they don't know who steve's buddy was 20 years ago yeah, all the time yeah, or yeah. whatnot you know or um, we i've been coming here since you started every, you know? every, I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly um we we just try to get a good crew in there to handle the volume of a of a crazy season the the colorado parks and wildlife you know their season structure is it's pretty crazy here sure. i mean once they get going here <laughs> there's no turning back right. and and we cannot stop for one second through there it, the the volume is just crazy because my dad my family just like most of them out here they're they don't just hunt one animal they're they're going antelope and then they need that antelope in because they're leaving for first elk the next week think of that same deal for us mm -hmm. we got to get them antelope out of there in a week to get ready for the first uh, right uh, elk, um, elk rifle guys to come right. through and whatnot and it goes all the way through until christmas with that being said we're very limited on processors here in town mm -hmm. for us. We are. We're very, very limited. In all reality, we could use a few more here in town to handle the volume. Um, we're not always saying we're the best, but we're, we're really good at what we do at our shop. I'll say you're the, I'll say you're the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in reality, we need more places for our hunters to go sure. to drop off the volume that is pushed through in a two- to three-month time. Um, but it all goes back on the hunter. And when you harvest that animal, that is your responsibility to get it mm -hmm. processed in the best of your ability without anything going to waste. So do your part, get it ready, you get it down to us, and we'll do our part. Right. Um, it just is a real bummer when I drop that tailgate down and I have to turn a guy away who just spent the last two days packing an elk out because he didn't take care of it the way he should have. Yeah. Um, so I just stress for most of our guys with the heat all the way through the, the late cow seasons in December, even like Amy said, 
these guys will go over, and I say these guys, gals, whatnot, will go over, and they will have four or five cow tags late in the year, and they'll harvest one, throw it in the back of the truck, harvest the next one, throw that one on top of the other one. They think because it's negative two degrees over there, these animals are fine. They get to us, and that one on the bottom is completely rotten, sure. um, and that's in the middle of December. Um, so <laughs> that that's just something that really needs to fall back. What what I've seen, and I, I'm younger with our crew as far as age, but I'm still an old-school mentality there, is if I had one thing, I would really like... Um, the hunters to stay educated on how to take care of your stuff mm -hmm. when you drop that animal on the ground, whether it be bow or, or a gun or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not our fault when you get down to the shop and I have to turn you away because your animal's rotten and mm -hmm. you get mad at me for it. Sure. Um, we do not want to turn anybody well, that's away. What I, mean. <laughs> I stress this. Our, yeah. Steve's Meat Market is the name that is on every package of product that leaves right. our shop. It doesn't say what the hunter's name is. It doesn't say, you know, whatever. It says Steve's Meat Market. It's our reputation. It's Steve's recipes that he, he's had forever, um, that he's worked on. It's a huge deal to us that your product leaves and everyone in your family enjoys it. That, yeah. Because then you come back the next year. Yep. And then your wife likes it and the kids like it and whatnot. Um, but it goes back to how you take care of it when you harvest it before you even get to us. Mm -hmm. um, just stay educated. There's so many videos on YouTube. There's, there's so much stuff out there. We have a really... Um, um, good um, source here at the division where you can get on and just find different things that work for you and your group or, or if you're a solo guy that works for you um, that'll help you in taking care of your harvested animal and then educate your friends too don't just you know pass the buck along if you got a group of guys, there's chances are there's a guy that's never harvested an animal in that group, help him out when you get one down in the group, have him come help take sure. it apart have him skin it if he's never skinned it before right. um work together because that that's ultimately what it's about and and because uh, a lot of times those guys if they only get one or two animals in that group they're going to share that animal right. with their group when they get it back work together and make for some good product yep absolutely yep. once again it's steve's meat market glad to have amy and trev in studio all right a few other things here uh, i want to hit before we run out of time here so one, and I'm going to be very transparent here, okay? I mean, we might as well. Absolutely. All right, Everybody can go online. Everybody can look at stuff. So I just want to talk about this. Number one, you can either choose to go to Elway's <laughs> or you can go to Outback. All right? Now, I go to Outback. I love Outback. I love Elway's. But you know what? They don't cost the same, right? So here's what we're saying. You're not the cheapest in town. You don't want to be. You want to have a good product, present a good value, and have good, happy customers with the end result of their product. And that's why I tell people this. They go, well, oh, I take mine to this place, and, you know, it costs me this much. And I said, well, here's what's expensive to me. If I go spend 300 bucks on and out, and then I can't eat any of it, that's expensive, okay? You know what? I'm, from, honestly, from 1994 to my stuff last year, <laughs> tastings, the consistency of the product, is what's important to me. If it's not important to you, that's fine. But don't gripe about it. You don't have to post stuff about it. I mean, if you don't want to go there, don't go there, okay? But if you want to spend, you spend a lot of money to get those animals probably, all right? So to get a finished product that's really good that your family will love, I'm telling you, Trev, I think it's worth every penny. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. It, it is. And now, as far as your bill goes, when you come into us, you're in control yeah. of it the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Now, because you want to have 200 pounds of our Italian, which is, by the way, the best, yeah. of our Italian sausage done, you, you got to pay for 200 pounds. Look <laughs> up the word custom. All right. <laughs> right. Here's what custom means. They're making something special for you. That's why it's custom meat. Exactly. We, we have basic processing, which we do a ton of, too, which is guys that just come in and just want their steaks, roast, and burger done, and they get out of there really cheap. Um, but when you want jerky and, and everything done, you, you're mm -hmm. in control of that bill when you sure. come in. And when you harvest that big old bull elk, and congratulations, you do so, but you got a ton of meat to work with. And when you, you got to know that on most of our sausage products, for every pound you're giving us, we're giving you two pounds of finished product back. You're paying on your outweights. You're getting a ton of stuff made, but you're in control of it. So kind of keep that in mind, too. You know, it's we're when you really compare the prices in Ames, I think she has this on her sheet and can back me up. Prices are all relatively yep. the same. Mm -hmm. Now, because maybe our product or something might be a little different in flavor and you choose to order more of it, yeah. you're, of course your bill is going to go up. That, right. That's, that's going to happen. But the bottom line, the prices are pretty sure. much comparable right. across the board. Yeah. All right. Uh, another thing, you know what? If you own a business... And this cracks me up when people complain about something because most time they're not business owners. You know what? <laughs> At some point, something's going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. You're going to some an employee's going to have a bad day. Something's going to go wrong. And you know what? Mistakes happen. But I'm telling you, here's what you got to look at. To be in business since 1976, you're doing something right, and you're doing a lot right. Okay. And so, if you haven't given Steve's a chance, maybe something happened in 1982. Okay, it made you mad. Here's what I'm telling you. I invite you, go check them out now. 5751 Wadsworth Boulevard there in Arvada. And um, I, like I say, this is my personal opinion, my show, so I can give you that. All right, so, but I'm just telling you, they're the best. And uh, I would not spend a dime anywhere else just because, hey, this is what I like. And I, I love the custom products. My wife loves the elk burger. And it took me forever to convince her to eat it. But now that I do, <laughs> man, I'm in trouble if I don't get an elk. Because, I mean, that's all she eats. So, uh, I mean, it is absolutely, you know, delicious. Now, last thing I, we can touch on, and we'll have to do this again. But you guys package it in your products, right? I mean, in your packaging. Yes. Now, everybody takes that home, puts it in their freezer. Mm -hmm. How long is it? probably good for just in your packaging that we stick it in the freezer or should we double bag it with something if you know maybe yeah, you don't no, have absolutely. a family of eight and you're not eating it real quick <laughs> absolutely no um one of the things that a lot of the processors have slowly gone to but we've done forever is vacuum packaged pouches okay so keep in mind those pouches are not perfect if you pick up your order and you throw a bag of meat of all your steaks in the freezer when you get home in your chest freezer you're going to get some little nicks in the packaging right. it's going to blow the vacuum so if you notice that any of your packages the vacuum has lost you'll want to eat it within about six months right. it's not going to hurt the meat it's just going to freezer burn the edges where the air has been exposed if your packaging is still vacuum sealed um, i don't cook 
So I've been eating my same elk for about 10 years, and it is just fine. Yeah. Um, She's not lying. We've had it in our free, and part of the reason is we've we've done it on purpose because we we're testing it. Sure, you know where we want to see how far can we go, and she's she's correct. I mean we're we're on nine seasons of that elk. So it'll last a while, but you know it starts to lose flavor. So right. you know with our um, sticks and our jerky, we recommend you eat those. They don't we don't have to recommend those. Don't last, so you mm -hmm. eat them quick. Yeah. Um, sausage, as long as you keep it in the freezer, your burger in the freezer, as long as there's no nicks in yeah. the chubs. You're fine. And I keep the jerky and the and the sticks in the freezer too, because I mean Absolutely, they're until good. You're ready. And I yep. mean, just go grab it. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. you're not hurting anything by no. doing that. Best sure. way to keep them. Sure. Yep. Sunday, August thirtieth, the door is open. Right? <laughs> yes, it is. Yep. Nine a.m. to twelve noon, and make sure to make your reservation. Make your reservation. Yeah. Go to stevesmeatmarket.net. All right. Make yourself familiar with the website. Check out the reservation stuff. Fill out the stuff that Amy said to do now, okay? And, again, folks, hey, just be nice to people. All right, everybody, be, hope everyone has a great, successful season. And you know what? To top it all off, I hope you'll use Steve's Meat Market. And uh, if you're new in town, maybe a new owner, looking for a place to go, uh, trust me on this. 5751 O. Wadsworth Boulevard there in Arvada is where you want to go. So, Amy, thank you very much. Thank Trev, you. Thank Appreciate you. it, Scott. And thank I you. I hope to see you guys soon there at Steve's Meeting. Good luck. Okay. Thank Good you. luck Good to luck everyone. everyone. Have a safe season. Everyone stay safe. That's the big thing. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys uh, successfully harvesting some animals here soon. Right. And take care of that meat out in the field. Take care Absolutely. of that meat. Get it cooled uh, off. expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.